everyone, and welcome to the Transform Your Confidence Show. This is a show about holistic leadership and advocacy, and I'm your host, Raj Gurn. Here's a bit about me. I'm a longtime serial entrepreneur who specializes in mindset, branding, media, communications, and marketing, and I firmly believe that great leadership and advocacy is predicated on the mission that everyone must benefit across the entire food chain. I'm an award-winning C-suite entrepreneur who has worked in the media and event space for the past 20 years with many Fortune 500, celebrity, and thought leader clients from around the world. At this point in my life, I seek to share my many insights and resources with anyone who wants to learn about holistic leadership and advocacy in a newly launched online community at the openchessconfidenceacademy.com where I've mandated my entire organization to provide products and services that center around knowledge, action and accountability. My goal with this show is to pull back the curtain, I mean way back, to bring you insider knowledge and resources on how today's change makers are leading with intention and creating meaningful environments that serve everyone. I also want to help you reimagine what your life could be if you had a constant view from the top of the mountain. I believe that in order to get there and stay there, you need to learn from those who have a constant and unobstructed view of Nirvana. These are not just the usual suspects, but the ones that sit in the middle of the volcano as the lava explodes through the top of the mountain. They are the crazy ones who change the world, and they are the ones that I want you to meet. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to another great episode of the Transform Your Confidence show. Is showing up on social media a huge roadblock for you because you don't know how to appear authentic and real amongst a sea of heavily curated personas? If your answer is yes, then this episode is for you. In this second week of April, where our theme is media and communications, this week's part two of this two-part series is entitled Tips from a Celebrity Host on how to connect authentically with virtual audiences. My guest is one of Canada's best-loved media entertainment personalities, Sangeeta Patel, and here's what we cover in part two. I start off by asking Sangeeta what she does to steer her path on social media so that she stays true to the identity of who she is on and off social. We then move into tips on how to manage a live audience and how to handle negativity in real time from audience members. I ask her what types of people are not well suited to learning how to communicate effectively and what they can do to combat this. I then ask her what she would tell her newbie self when entering the media business based on what she knows today that may have made the difficult times a lot easier to navigate. And we close off by her sharing her advice on how to communicate effectively and command your attention no matter what platform you're on or what audience you're faced with. Here's a bit about Sangeeta before I bring her on. She joined ET Canada in 2014, covering breaking entertainment news and traveling the globe to interview some of today's biggest stars, including Julia Roberts, Dwayne Johnson, Viola Davis, George Clooney, 
and Helen Mirren, to name a few. She's been the host of five seasons of HGTV Canada's popular home renovation series, Home to Win, gathering a Canadian Screen Award nomination for her hosting duties. And she is also the spokesperson for CoverGirl's Simply Ageless collection, acting as CoverGirl's first Canadian South Asian ambassador. Here's part two of my conversation with the fabulous Sangeeta Patel. That kind of alludes to this whole other topic that I feel that we're challenged with. And this is the hypersensitivity around having an opinion about something. It's like, yeah. so let, let me broach that, especially when, you know, it comes to social media. Um, and this is definitely something I know you've experienced. Um, we've broached the topic already about social media. So let's kind of, you know, delve a little deeper there. Social media, I know you, uh, you know, you'll agree and you've kind of, you know, alluded to it already is the wild, wild west on steroids. Because, right? right. I mean, people are extremely supportive on one side or they can be extremely canceling. We've seen them both mm. go on, yeah. right? Yeah. I've, and, and, and I have a major problem with the canceling part because why is it that one opinion should cancel your entire existence and all the work that you've done. We know people that have been canceled. And, and, and I just, to me, it's really like everything's predicated on one statement or one thing they didn't do. Like, are you saying that you've never did it, done anything wrong? So it's, and, mm-hmm. and this is the point I'm making. It's so amplified. You know, mm-hmm. this is why I'm talking about it being, you know, like it being the wild, wild west and on steroids. So my question to you is, I mean, I found, especially with my clients, Sangeet, and I feel that you can help with this. Mm-hmm. There are a number of, um, you know, of my clients who are very shy around the idea of putting themselves out there on social media, but that you don't really have a choice if it's business that you got to kind of put yourself out there and they're afraid to be judged. There's this fear of being judged. I'm Mm -hmm. wondering if you have any advice for them being that you're in the public um, arena and that this is probably times 10 for the, you know, the job that you do, like what, what can Mm -hmm. you say to those people? I get judged every post I do every day. I get judged on what I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. However, uh, even recently I did a post about me wearing a langa. Oh my God. Uh, I there remember was, that. Uh, yeah. So this person said I was not celebrating my culture and I was an embarrassment to the skull. And it wasn't just one post. It was several posts. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to put this out there and see how people actually respond to this because again, it's going to cost that, that condition for people to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was such an overwhelming response by everyone. They're like, no, this is, this person is completely wrong and you should be wearing your Langa. You are celebrating our culture, but, um, I get negative comments all the time and it depends how you handle that. Mm-hmm. So if you're afraid of being judged, do you care about this one person who is on their keyboard trolling you or do you care about the conversation you're causing other people to make change? So like you have to decide what's important to you. So when I get negative comments, I delete them. I don't even yeah. bother keeping them. I don't communicate with them unless I feel like that, you know, I always say everyone's going through something. Everyone has, you know, things are going through their lives. Don't judge them. They're not bullying you. Bullies need more love than anybody else. Like I tell myself that But yeah. sometimes it's just like, all right, buddy, I got to delete you. Like I'm done with you. Like that's it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so it, it depends, but you have to decide what's most important, right? Uh, if you're going to be so worried about being judged, how are you going to go forward? 
how are you able to do what you want to do? Right. Don't let that one person hold you back. And you know what you're doing? You're letting that person make you hold yourself back. Do you really want that? No. And so I, I think that's part of it is just you have to let that go and and not have that fear. It's like stepping out. Of, I don't like right now in COVID, stepping out of the house is, is a fear right now, right? But you know, you got to take that step forward one day. And so I think that's what it is, man. Garage, yeah, I get. I you know, in this industry, you're judged every everything you do and every little step you do. So I'm used to it. And I think, um, you know, what I'm hearing you say here is that it's almost like, you know, tuning into what your own personal value system is about yourself mm-hmm. and what you're willing to accept other people to be able to do. Like you said that, you know, you, 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 you know, you, you thought about all the narratives and you try to justify, but at some point, when a person's not letting up, you just need to make a decision for your own personal peace of mind and health. Yeah. And you decide to delete. And that's what I do with my clients as well. I say, honestly, that, that, you know, people say, well, you know, I see all these comments that people make and people leave it there. I says, well, that is the wrong thing to do. That's the problem yeah. with the social media. People are afraid to step in and say, you're in my home right now on my Insta page. You're in my home right now on my Facebook mm. page, right? If you're going to come in here and, you know, you're going to bring in your dirty shoes, I'm going to remove you. Like, would you yeah. allow someone into your home and insult you? So just because other people leave their comments there, that is not a way to move forward. Like there needs to be mm-hmm. some etiquette when someone comes to visit your page. So I completely mm-hmm. agree with you. And I always say to yeah. people, I say, I, I say, I delete it left, right and center. And people always come back to me and say, well, you know why I delete it? I says, because I don't like what you have to say. And I don't feel that anyone that's in my ecosystem needs to listen to your problem with your life. Yeah. It's yeah. not something that I'm willing to entertain. I want to entertain those people that are trying and striving to better their existence and the existence mm-hmm. of the people that they care about. Because if everybody was to do that, what a different world we'd live in, Sangeeta. It's true. And you know what's so funny when you, when you talk about these negative comments is it, it does affect you. Like you read something and, and, and you remember those negative moments in your life too, right? More than those positive moments in your life. And I think that's the other thing. As you get older into your 40s, you start switching that mindset. Mm-hmm. I start remembering more of the positive experiences. I start remembering more of the positive comments. So it's being able to let let it go and just let it go uh, and just, <laughs> just get and taking that positive energy. If you're putting that positive energy out there, why not take some of that positive energy? So I think yes. that's another major adjustment I've done in, in my forties for sure. Mm, I love that. So I want to ask you this, cause this is where you're kind of really in the deep end, Sangeeta. And mm-hmm. this is when you are in your live events situation, right? So if you experience, so, so uh, I guess two part question, one would be, um, how do you engage with a crowd of people you don't know and hold that attention? That's my first question. Cause you do it so well. Uh, oh my, do I? Yeah, <laughs> you do. Like you're so entertaining. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, I think for me, it's, it's listening to the audience and listening to the, the people, the, the environment, listening to the environment, what is it all about? And people are scared to go up CEOs and, and just owners. And I'll be like, yo, did you watch the game last night? Or, you know, what did you have for dinner? And they're just like, you know what? I'm like, but they never act that way. They're like, you know, it's great. How are you? It's great to chat with. I am not afraid 
to go up to a CEO and say, did you have McDonald's yesterday? <laughs> I am willing to take those. And I, you know, sometimes I've been in rooms where it's all male and I'm the only wow. female in the room. And I'll, I will be like, okay, these are all the CEOs, top tier level people. I am going to go in and talk to them. And that's what I do. Uh, and most times, I think 80%, maybe even more, 95%, they're going to be responsive. And uh, I think it's just stepping in and you just start talking. And I mm-hmm. think that's really important for a lot. We're just so afraid that you're going to be judged, again, judged for what you're saying, but it's usually the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will email CEOs. I will text CEOs. I will <laughs> talk to the top tier. You know, I, I have, I've spoken, not spoken to Obama, but I've, you know, messed Obama and he's now following me on Twitter. Just, <laughs> I love it. You, you're right. You just never know. And I, that status does not, I, it doesn't, I, I have no fear. I have no fear mm-hmm. when it comes to who you are. I think everyone is the same and I think everyone has something to say. So why not? So that, I wow. think that's what it is. Guys, you're hearing it right now. I am not afraid <laughs> to communicate with people. That is a statement for anyone out yeah. there who is scared of putting themselves out there in the virtual environment, which you have no choice to do today. Um, you got to put it up on your wall. You got to look at it. It needs to be a mantra because it will change your life. I really do believe that, Sangeeta. Yeah. I, really, I, I thank you for sharing that. The other part mm. of that question is when you're in a live um, audience situation and you get like a, a negative reaction. It's not like social media where you can kind of sit back and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to curate my answer here or I'm mm. going to delete them. You kind of can't do that. Yeah. Can, can you recollect a, a situation where something may have happened like that and how did you handle it? Like. I'd love to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talk to me. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, when you don't belong in a crowd and you know you don't belong in a crowd, you're not an elitist and you walk in and you just came from Shake Shack, whatever. Like, you know, (laughs) you know, you don't belong. Right. Mm -hmm. But I always tell myself I belong. And so, yes, I, I walk into a room and they're like, you know, I remember I got cold shoulders and I will still continue communicating. I will talk and say something. And if you get that cold shoulder, you walk away and you go to the next group, Mm -hmm. but never walk into a room feeling that you don't belong there because you do every single time you do. Mm -hmm. And that's how your attitude should be when you walk into a room. Oh yeah. I, I'm a brown girl. (laughs) Walking into a room, like, are you kidding me? I, it's, I, I'm a rare commodity in this industry. Sometimes, if you think yes. of it that way, and uh, of course, and I think that that's part of the backbone we grow is even for you, Raj, to create mm-hmm. this, you know, incredible platform. You had, you had to walk into a room where you probably felt you don't belong there, and you realize you did. So it's, you know, it's it's part of that too. It's just you do belong. Absolutely. You you have to command your belonging, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's what I learned. Like I used to walk into these rooms and ask for sponsorship money from a whole bunch of people that didn't even know who brown people were. Why would they give me twenty, thirty, right. forty, fifty thousand dollars to sponsor an event? And, yeah, and, not, exactly. and not even with business people or doctors or accountants, but with yeah. artists and fashion designers. You know that, right? So yeah, totally. I and, and 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 you know the one thing I learned from that, which is kind of what I'm hearing you say here is have conviction and belief in your narrative and why you're there and that Mm -hmm. what is happening in that room is happening to them not to you 
That's yeah, kind of what yeah. I'm hearing you say here. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You, it's it's owning it. It's just they're going to treat you that way. That that that's okay. You yeah. know what? You you you're there to have a good time. Whatever it is, whatever that situation's for you, there's a reason why you're there. If maybe it's a learning curve moment for you, maybe it's a moment to, you know, make those connections, but let that moment be for you, not theirs. Don't give it to them. Don't, oh my God. Yes. Don't, don't yes. do it. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. A big yes. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love that statement. I want to ask you this. Do you feel that anyone can hone their communications prowess or do you feel that only certain types of people are more aligned to being able to communicate more effectively than others? Like what's your experience on that? What's your thought on that? Introverts, uh, very difficult for them to communicate. Uh, mm. and I, I know a few people who are, and, and I can't tap into why, and I don't fully understand it, but being, you know, I love working out by myself. I'll be honest. I, I, I'm in a space where that's my time and mm. I need to do that. Well, my husband needs to work out with people. So I consider myself an athlete introvert, right? Like I just, <laughs> you know, I love it. I love it by myself. But, you know, it, it's very difficult for them and, and it's hard to teach them to come out of their shells uh, unless they want to. I mm-hmm. think that's ultimately what it is, is your ability to say, yes, I want to do this. And again, it's culture too. Like you are brought up a certain way and you just have to break that and just just be yourself. And that's not easy to do after years and years of learning to, you know, don't speak this is not your your time and you have to you know finally say yes i'm allowed i'm allowed to speak and i think that's part of it 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 is just coming and you know what and people who are listening right now who do feel like that i just i can't i can't i can't i can't speak up i can't do this try it try Mm -hmm. it once maybe go on the street and talk to a stranger and say listen hey today did you watch the raptors just just try it once and you will see a difference in uh, how you are able to actually communicate. That's my, that's my, that's my thing to everybody is just go out and talk to a stranger. Like that's my mantra. I say, if you talk to someone new every day, you're going to learn something new every day. Mm. And I still hold to that. So um, yeah, try it. So that's the worst so, thing can happen. So Sangita, let me ask you this. I mean, you know, you are very much a person that kind of, um, you know, bounces off from, people. You know, this is why you are kind of in the perfect, you know, career. What about the virtual environment? Now, everyone has to work, they have to communicate in the virtual space. Is there anything that you can share um, in terms of how that communication is different? So you kind of don't lose that authentic feeling of feeling like you're communicating real. And it's not kind of, you know, online fake stuff. Like talk to me about that. I think more people are real uh, through virtual talk. I feel because we're all facing the same thing. We're all feeling the same way. When I've been talking to celebrities through Zoom calls um, and their kids are running behind them or they're in their kid's bedroom hiding, whatever it is, (laughs) I feel there's this human connection that I never really have the chance when we're in a hotel room, right? Mm -hmm. I remember doing it with um russell crowe it was 4 30 in the morning and i think he was in australia and he was in his barn and he's just it was just i've never seen russell crowe that way like he's just him and in 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 his barn and i was like this is the coolest thing so i think people because we're going through all of this together there is an instant connection 
and and there's just this outlet to wanting people like my interviews now the first thing I ask is not how are you I say how are you coping mm-hmm. and so I think that kind of connect like Shania Twain's like no one's ever asked me that and oh. she just kind of let that out she goes nobody's ever and 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 that was something that was important to her like you would think a celebrity doesn't need to be asked that but they all do so mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's and I asked, you know, I also asked the question, how are you doing spiritually? Mm-hmm, and so that's another, right? Like, yeah, mentally we're all breaking down, but how are you spiritually? And so that's another question I, I, I ask a lot of celebrities. And, and I think they feel it because we feel it too. Absolutely. You know, yeah. looking looking back, you know, on the, you know, from the place you are today, Sangeeta, like looking mm-hmm. back over your career and, you know, what 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 do you wish you knew um, about, you know, the art of communicating that you feel would have made the journey a bit easier for you in those times when you were kind of really challenged. And, and let's look mm-hmm. at it from the career trajectory. So if you were to look back, what, what would that be? Well, I think when I first started off, it's interesting because when I first started off, I was um, approached by a lot of people who had a lot of experience and they would help me. Uh, or they would tell me to fix something or do this or this will make it better. And one of those people was Gord, Gord Martineau, yeah. uh, who was the, yeah, the anchor at six o'clock news at City TV. And I used to watch Gord growing up. And I remember my third day, um, he says, Patel, come into my office. Not Sangita, just Patel, come into my office. I'm like, oh my God, what do you want? <laughs> and he said to me, he goes, Patel, you don't give a shit what you do on television. Keep it that way. And that was it. And I was like, yeah. that's all you want me to? And he goes, that's it. And I go, okay. And then mm-hmm. every few weeks, he would just say, Patel, come into my office. And <laughs> he goes, why are you yelling into the mic? I know you're in a crowd, but you don't need to yell into the mic. And I'm like, you're right. But I can't wow. hear what I'm like, no, you don't. Just little things like that. But when he said that, don't change the way you are. Uh, that was a very important moment for me because you look around and like, oh, this is how this person's doing it. This is how this person's doing it. Uh, but again, goes back to our original conversation. You just have to be yourself. So I think, I think, you know, those are the lessons I learned is when someone's giving you a critique, take it as a positive, right? Uh, you know, you know, when you tell your kids something, they're just offended or no, we're trying to make you better. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing a show like home to win HGTV, I had a, an incredible director who would pull me to the side and go, try using your voice this way, or maybe pausing here and doing this. And most people would be offended by that, right? But no, I knew he was trying to make me better. And I'll be like, how does this sound? How does this feel? And I think that's what is where you let your ego go and yes. say, you know, these are the professionals and they're going to help you. So I think that, you know, I learned that at an early part of my career, but um, I think that's important. So I think, I think that's what I would say in terms of, I, there's nothing really I would say that I wish I knew in the beginning um, but I think that's a lesson I always learned. And I think that's hard for a lot of people to learn is when people give you advice. Yes. It's, re- it's the goodness for you, not for, for them. Yeah. And this is why you keep excelling, sweetheart, um, because you truly are genuinely there to be the best you that mm. you can be. And sometimes, you know, you can't see outside of yourself as a human, right? Because there's so many other narratives that you have of yourself that you kind of can't see beyond yeah. what you, what, you know, what, you know, what's in front of you. So what would you tell that version of Sangeeta knowing what you know today? Like, what would your advice be to her? 
my younger self or just yes. the person that's your, your young my your your younger self uh, when you were starting off in this career trajectory knowing what yeah. you know today what would you say to her that you think may have made a difference and made the journey maybe yeah. a little bit easier you know i think yeah and then that comes to the emotional part of it all is um not caring too much about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that helped me back a lot, to be honest, Raj, is um, caring too much. I mean, one of the things my mom used to say to me, if you make other people happy, you'll be happy. There's some truth to that, but not all of it. You mm-hmm. have to make yourself happy. And I was so into making other people, I needed their approval. Uh, and I said, if they agree to it, then that I'm doing a good thing. But no, not everyone out there is there to help you mm-hmm. or to make you rise. You know, mm-hmm. we, we talk about women supporting women and how much truth is there. And I, and I do believe there is. I do. I think there is. But certain people know. And that's, again, that's the oblivious part of my industry in this industry and in many industries. I had to learn later in the game and it caught up to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still have to learn that. I, I still care what other people think and I, and, and I need to let that go and. I but just you're stay human. on my path. But you're yeah. human, right? So yeah, yeah. we have feelings and we have a certain sense of trust in humanity mm-hmm. that we don't always have to have our guard up, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what that's I feel that's kind of a part of it. So, you know, if yeah. you if you do kind of get those moments when you're let down, let it be. That's what I say mm-hmm. to myself. I would prefer to be me than that person. That's what I tell that, myself. Agree. Yeah, yeah, I I cried for the first time last year. I just let myself be, you know, it's, you know, all of us are mentally going through things. And I and I was talking to a friend of mine. And she's like, just cry it out. And I go, so I fake cried for a bit. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna try this. And I put myself in a sad position. And I'm like, okay, it's not working. And then something happened. And all of it just came out. And I was like, cheered. And it was the most incredible feeling after that I mm. felt this 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 pain just come coming out of me and just I felt liberated after that moment because we just don't let ourselves feel those emotions because I'm always like stay positive smile mm-hmm. and I do believe in that energy but sometimes you have to let yourself fall in order to rise up so uh you know that that's part of it too I don't think that we know that we've risen until we've fallen. It's like, you you know, you how do you know that it's daytime if you haven't experienced night, right? right. It's, it's yeah. that whole yeah. kind of spiritual ideology of yin and yang yeah. and polar opposites, right? So I get where you're coming from, but, you know, honestly, that has got to be the most hilarious story that you've shared today. <laughs> um, you know, that you're sitting there Let's trying to force yourself right to now, cry. Right? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's do these sad Ready? I don't know how to when I'm in the in a, in, when in, when I'm in a room with you, be it virtual or not, because you just make me smile. <laughs> you are just hard. the best. It's, it's very hard, especially because you're a it's positive hard. person. Even yeah. that's the other thing, right? It's like if you if you're constantly fighting the fight to feel good about yourself, no matter yeah. what we're going through. So it's hard to be the person it's that hard. cries. No, I yeah. get that. No. So and, I, and I think that's part of it too. Is anything negative come towards you? I always find a positive twist in it. If someone yeah. says no to me, I'm like, okay, now I can move on. I can go on to the next step, right? Like, always find that positive angle, and even those moments of that are negative in your life, Absolutely. and you'll find it. 
Yeah. Absolutely, because the alternative is not going to serve you. Mm-mm, not right? at all. And, you know, it's, in, it's interesting because I feel that, you know, we've come to the end of our conversation now, Sangeeta, boo-hoo, but we have. <laughs> boo-hoo. Right? <laughs> but, but so what I want to ask you, I guess, is, you know, like, you know, listening to, you know, you sharing your thoughts and your insights and just the fact that you, you've been so open and, you know, vulnerable on so many levels in this conversation, I feel that your journey, you know, coming from engineering and deciding to do something so polar opposite, like getting into the media business and then, you know, getting this, you know, opportunity of being the first South Asian ambassador in Canada for CoverGirl, I almost yeah. feel like you are one of those people that can kind of decide that you want the impossible and the impossible just somehow manifests itself because you believe so hard in the fact that it's possible. Am I, am I right? Like, yeah, give me your I'm insights. Big, yeah. It's so true. I'm such a big believer. Uh, I, I come up with the, I, ideas and theories and they're like, no, that's never been done before. I'm like, why not? Mm-hmm. Why can't we do this? Why can't we take it forward? Why can't a South Asian woman be, you know, hosting her own show? Why can't, like, it's, it, you, why can't this be? It's just, it's not normal. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you need to change the definition of normal. And the only person to do that is you. So yeah, I'm a big believer and, uh, I, I always find something that will, if something, you no, know, doors are always closed on me, but what do I do with that? Mm-hmm. And that, that, I think that's a lesson in life is not deteriorating yourself and just keep going. And, uh, I, I don't stop. I'm, I, you know, one time someone said to me, I said, he said, you're too ambitious. And I go, would you ever say that to a guy? Right. Right. No. I am. I am ambitious and I'm proud of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. And it's so interesting because when you first announced um, the cover girl ambassadorship, it was really interesting. It put a smile on my face because the way you announced it was that, you know, hey, mom, I'm the first South Asian, <laughs> you know, ambassador for cover crazy. girl in Canada. That was your statement. And it's it says a, it says a lot about your mm-hmm. belief and how you actually authentically live the identity that you know yourself to be, that you are a mix of two identities and that you're quite comfortable in that space. Am I right when I say that? It's so true. Yeah. It, it's, uh, and I think that's the other thing, Raj, is any success that comes my way, I'm overwhelmed. Even if it's the smallest thing, I'm just, and I think it's that journey of believing and, and getting those negatives, but I'm always just, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm just always shocked. I'm just always thankful. I'm just anything, anything that comes my way. It's just this amazing every time. And I don't know where that comes from, but it's never been like, I deserve it. Like I, and then I need to change that and actually live with the moment. I, I think that's the other thing is I never sit down and say that happened. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something else I need to change. So um, you know, look at this. This is like a good therapy session here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're helping like that, each other. I feel yeah, I there's so many things that you've talked about that I want to yeah. go away and sit with, you know, it's, it's a beautiful. Yeah. And this, and this brings us back to the whole idea of why we're talking today of how important communicating effectively is. And I want to ask you this right. as we wrap up, Sangeeta, um, what is your personal definition of communicating effectively? Like, what would that be? Yeah, I think it goes back to what we just said. It's it's being able to be you. 
And that takes time. It takes time to find your identification, your identity, right? It's, it, and it didn't happen to me just overnight. I knew it was in me, but I didn't discover it to let it out until my late 30s, right? And that's where I felt comfortable to say, uh, you know, I, this is, this is it. This is it. either you love it or you hate it. And this is it. This is who I am. And, and that confidence starts building. So I think communication mm-hmm. really comes down to the ability to, again, you know, when you say you're worried about being judged or, you know, what people think and, you know, I'm just scared. That fear is not really about your, you yourself. It's the fear of other people. So, and it's again, human nature, but you just have to let that fear go. And uh, that's really important when it comes to communication. I love that. What a powerful statement. It's the fear mm-hmm. of, of, of the expectation of other people. Other I people. Would, yeah. yeah, that's so powerful. So to round up, why is it important for people to get it right? Like to get the whole communications with themselves, with their loved ones, for people they don't know, especially that we now live in a world where, you know, most of our communications is virtual. Like, you know, why is it important? Like why, like, what is the crux of it? Do you think? Yeah, it's so, I mean, that, that's what it is, is if you don't communicate, like, no one's going to know the truth. It comes down to truth. What is your truth? Yeah. Right. If you sit back and don't say anything, or if you don't correct things, even that, mm-hmm. it will never be true. Even on social media, like you and I talked about, it's not the truth. Not all of it is truth. But how are you going to make it truth? And so even when you write down your captions, sit with it for a bit. And say, is that my voice or did I just cut and paste someone else's voice? Right. Bring that truth back to you. And I do that. I, I, when I write certain things, I, it's my voice. It's, I, it's who I am. And some people may not agree with it. I mean, it's not the perfect English and I use certain things. I use emojis, whatever it is, but that's me. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's finding your, your communication is your truth. Mm-hmm. So for upcoming gener- generations, let's, you know, let's just get ready to close this off. I want your advice on this, sweetheart, you know, um, to ensure that they're able to cultivate meaningful relationships online, since that's kind of where we're headed. Yeah. What would you say to that generation or kids generation so that we're actually creating still an authentic experience as humans? And we don't become robotic and hide behind stuff and, and all this stuff that you finished talking about, about, you know, checking ourselves to make sure that we are, in fact, being true to who we are with all of these mm-hmm. ways that we can create image and barrier. Mm-hmm. And what, what would you say to, to, to our kids' generation? And I, and I think you, and I think this is what we said earlier is like, what do you put out there? Is that who you are? Like you sit back and I, I asked that question to myself, how am I going to use my voice on social media? What's my, what's my platform? And I think that's what most people need to sit back and like say, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And once you do that, I think you'll find your path. I think the problem right now is we're just copying everybody else and we're forgetting who we are. And certain things are not going to do well with certain people. And some people are not going to be happy with what you're doing. But that's okay. Like, uh, you know, I spoke about my race, the racism I dealt with while back two years ago, I talked about my miscarriage, I talked, you know, certain things, you know, you want to keep personal, but some points, you're like, I'm ready to speak about it. Mm-hmm. But those are my stories. And these are my stories to help other people use for themselves and to, 
and hopefully create conversation. So that's what I think it is, is just finding your voice rather than using someone else's voice. Amen to that, sister. Mm-hmm. That's right? A great right. Way, yeah. That's a great way to end it, sweetheart. <laughs> Are there any final words that you want to add at all there? Just, just be happy. Find <laughs> <laughs> the joy in everything you do. Just, you are in control of your happiness. Absolutely. And the other thing is, you know, fake so cry. This is I, fake cry. Fake, fake cry. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing I've, I read recently is someone else's opinion is none of your business. Yes. So. There you go. Absolutely. Sangeeta Patel, what an absolute <laughs> pleasure you are. I mean, I could talk you to you about it. We'll go for a drink after this. Oh my God. After I think we need it. Absolutely. And happy belated birthday to you. Oh, thank you so much, my love. And thank you so much for your, you know, your extensive words of wisdom and just being so vulnerable and honest and real. I mean, that's, that's really what I was hoping to get out of this for the audience out there because. It seems to be the hardest thing that people have right now is the challenge of knowing how to communicate to serve themselves, right? It's true. And it's I feel true. that you've given people a lot of wealth of wisdom and I am truly it's thankful true. for your time. I'm very grateful and I absolutely adore you. I do too, Raj. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for staying till the end, guys. I really hope you enjoyed the show and will action the many insights that were shared. There are so many myths about effective communications, with the most common being that we all do it, when in fact, very few of us have been schooled in the art of communicating, let alone doing it effectively, because this is another life skill that traditional academic curriculum doesn't include. So we are left picking up how to do it through watching, listening, and understanding how people around us do it and hope we hit the mark. As a two-decade-long media personality myself, who has interviewed and worked with some of the biggest celebrity and corporate names, I knew that in order to tackle the idea of communicating effectively, I needed to bring on a personality who has been exposed to big personalities and large audiences to garner experiential insights. So I decided to invite my friend Sangeeta Patel to talk to us and walk us through some of her varied experiences. My hope is that this episode, at the very minimum, will help you open your mind to think about your own relationship with communicating effectively and whether you feel that what was shared could help you step up your own game to ensure that what you intend to accomplish is in fact what happens through your communications repertoire. I hope that you found this episode to be valuable and if you did, I'm so glad. I ask that you please subscribe to this podcast on your Apple, Android, and Spotify platforms. Search the Transform Your Confidence Show on our YouTube channel at the Open Chess Confidence Academy. And if you're an avid reader like I am, we've also transcribed every podcast into a blog, which you can access at the openchessconfidenceacademy.com forward slash media forward slash hour dash media. And please hop over to our private Facebook group at Transform Your Confidence, where there are networking opportunities as well as knowledge and resources about mindset, media, communications, branding, marketing, leadership, and advocacy for busy executives and entrepreneurs like you who are seeking to elevate the quality of their life. You know you got to be there. 
As always, thanks for tuning in, guys. And until next episode, take care of yourself. Thank you so much for staying till the end. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Before you leave, I would love for your support by subscribing to my show and letting everyone you know know about it and have them come take a listen. I would sincerely appreciate you joining me at LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Search Raj Gurn and the Open Chess Confidence Academy. Until next week, I hope you continue to cultivate your own ecosystem so that everyone in and around it is empowered by your mission to elevate them all. See you next week.